you know, I just want to encourage you. Pray, 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 amen. Every day, pray, spend time praying, seeking his face. Whew. Hallelujah. Thank God for wild weeks, amen. <laughs> but when we spend time with God in his word and in prayer, we're going to start taking on his characteristics. It's going to flow, and as he, we do, his love will be poured out through us. And people will know that, that we are Christians by our love. Not because we can protest, not because we can post on Facebook, not because we can carry a sign, but because they see the love of God in us. It'll be so evident that we, are, we belong to Jesus. Remember, we were talking about today, from last week, I never finished, why we should love others. So it's part two, why we should love others. I'm just going to jump right in. Number one, we should love others because God has imparted love to us. Amen? God has imparted love to us. In First uh, John 4, verse 9, it says, in this... The love of God was made manifest among us that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. This, the love of God was made manifest among us, amen. And now how many of you know, not everybody chooses to walk in the love of God. Whether they declare to be a believer or not, not everybody walks in the love of God. I mean, I've met some really mean Christians. <laughs> That'll scare you, man. <laughs> You're like, whoo. You got tissue, honey? No, we, we took all the tissues out because, you know, all this stuff. It's all right, I'll survive. You got one? Oh, wow. Praise Jesus. Thank you. So he has made his love manifest among us. How did he make his love manifest among us? This is one you really ought to know. Who? Jesus! <laughs> this is not a trick question. He made his love manifest among us through Jesus, his son, amen. He sent his son into the world. In Romans chapter 5, verse 5, it puts it like this. Hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Amen. God has imparted love to us through the Holy Spirit. So what is the first fruit of the Spirit? Love. Some would say that it's the only fruit of the Spirit. That everything flows out of the love of God. Amen. So when you have the love, when you have the Spirit, you have the fruit. So if you have the fruit, you have what? I'm not trying to trick you today, just so you know. Don't be afraid, okay? <laughs> it's all about love today. So you just keep shouting love and you'll do good. <laughs> it's all about love. The first thing, love. So you can't say you don't have love or you're incapable of loving when you're in Christ Jesus, amen? And when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you have it, the capacity to love like Jesus does. I, I, I know I've prayed that I could love Delonda the way the Lord does. 
You know, and Delonda used to tell me, and I know I've told you before, she'd say, am I that bad? Am I that hard to love? I'm like, no, but I, I am not capable of loving you the way you need to be loved. It's just not in me. You know, my family, we were not touchy-feely. You know, we were slap upside the head and make fun of each other. You know, me and my brother had a fist fight probably every day my junior and senior year. You know, <laughs> guess he was trying to toughen me up or something. I don't know, but it was, it was fun until he broke my nose. But we, we, we've got to learn to love. And we need that love of God so that we can love effectively this way. Because, you know, God wants us to love everybody. He doesn't want us to be mean-spirited. And I know there's, there's a lot going on and there's a lot talk going on and a lot happening in our country today, but there's no excuse to not love people. We gotta take that out. We've gotta take our own passions and desires and set them aside and pick up love. Pick up the cross of Jesus Christ and love people. In your post on Facebook, listen, most of you are my friends. I see what you post. We need to love. Some of you just won't be my friend. I know. <laughs> I'm not going to be his friend. <laughs> so, but having the fruit of the Spirit is in us. We need, need to allow that fruit to grow. Now, Robert, I, I know that when, when um, you're growing, you're going to plant, you know. The first thing you do is you till up the ground, right? And, and then you, once you get the ground and you get your mounds going, then you, you plant seeds. And then when you, after you plant the seed, then you water. Okay, so then you water. You got that first water going. And then, then the, the little seedling comes up, huh, Scott? You got that seedling that comes up. But you have to take care of it. You have to, you know, water it, you know, because, you know, they say if corn doesn't get a final watering, that there'll be no corn on the husk. They have to have that watering in order for the corn to fill out with the kernels. Can you imagine we all got corn and there's no kernels? All we got was the husk? Oh, wouldn't that be fun? You see, you, you have to, to, to grow something, you have to maintain it. You have to nurture it. You have to take care of it. You have to water it. See, it's the same thing with the love of God. You have to nurture it inside of you. If it's a fruit of the Spirit, George, if it's inside of you, you've got to water that, that ground in you with the word of God so that it grows, so that my love begins to expand. And so, you know, Delana, when you, when you, when you declare, I love everybody, the first thing that's gonna happen is somebody's gonna come up that's really unlovable. Really unlovable. And, and we had a lady here years, years, years ago that was really unlovable. I mean, really, really hard to love. It was like, you know, if you sat in her seat, visitors would sit in her seat and she'd cuss them out. She's like, oh my gosh, you know. And uh, I, Victoria, I was a deacon and I, I wrote a list of things of why she should not be in our church. And so, Scott, I said, I called the pastor. I said, I'd like to come to the deacon. You know, I'm going to bring some stuff to the deacon meeting. I want a, I want a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's probably what he was thinking. Great. <laughs> so I, on my way, the Lord speaks to me. He says, what are you doing? I said, Lord, this woman's got to go. Man, you know, she's flipping off pastors. She's cussing at the visitors. You know I mean? She was just mean. I mean, really mean. And um, 
The Lord said, what are you doing? God, it's time, man. This, this lady gotten away with so much junk, we need to ask her to leave. And the Lord said, he said to me, Lewis, he said, where's the love in that? I'm like, well, why you got to make this about me? Because, Lord, she's, you know. And the Lord said, how do you know that I've not put her in your life to refine love in you? I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> so for the next 10 years, she met with my wife every week. She spent holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving with us in our home. And I learned to love. You see, if you want your fruit to grow, you got to be ready for the circumstances that are going to arise. Because that's how we get refined, is how we respond. Because you can say, I love everybody, and then that person comes in front of you, and you're like, oh, except that guy, <laughs> except, except that lady, except, you know, we start making exceptions. We have an exception box. Can you imagine if God had an exception box, and you were in it? So we got to eliminate the exception box, and we've got to learn to love God. We've got to allow that fruit to grow in us to where we are really strong at loving people. That no matter how you feel about people, all they feel from you is love. Somebody say amen, please. Amen. <laughs> Come on. So you got, we've got to, to grow that fruit, amen. Because um, we want to be a full use to God full use to him, amen? And the love that's imparted to us, it needs to be evident to the people around us. So, and, and we should love because, number two, God sent his son to make it possible. He sent his son to make it possible. Look at, go back to verse, verse nine. He says that God, that God sent his only son into the world. God made it possible through Jesus. God sent his son to make it possible. Galatians 2.20 says, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the son of God, amen, who loved me and gave himself for me. So I have been crucified, amen. Everybody say, I'm crucified. Did everybody say it? Raise your hand if you didn't say it. Okay, well, let's give you a chance again. Everybody say one more time, I'm crucified. I'm crucified. I thank you for your boldness. I'm crucified. I'm dead to myself. I'm dead to myself. That's the key to being able to love others. You got to be dead. How many of you are dead? Not one. I have one hand raised. <laughs> Okay, something to work on this week. Die a little, okay? <laughs> I don't know why we're laughing. <laughs> we need to... <laughs> we need to be dead to ourselves. That's the key to being able to love others effectively is being dead. It's Christ who lives through me, amen? It's Christ alive in me. It's Christ that I'm showing and listen, you can do this. I'm telling you right now, First uh, Philippians 4.13, I can. Everybody say, I can. I can. Do all things through him who strengthens me. Through Christ who strengthens me, amen. I can do all things through Christ. 
who strengthens me. So we can do this. We can die and we can live in Christ. Amen. We put down our flesh and Christ is alive. So we're not, we're, we know we're walking in Christ when we do this. We can express the love of God to people even if we don't agree. How many of you agree with everything that's going on right now today? Wow, nobody. <laughs> but we can still love, right? We can still love. Just because we don't agree doesn't mean um, that we have to hate each other. That we have to be mean to each other. Most married couples don't agree on everything. But look at us here today. Delonda and I are coming up on 40 years. We were talking about that yesterday. 40 years. <laughs> Martin, how long have you been married? 46. 46. All right, anybody longer than 46? Oh, yeah, Priscilla. Six, 60, how many? Sixty-five? Wow. Praise God. Do you, do you guys agree on everything? <laughs> Manual? <laughs> Coming along. <laughs> but it, just because we don't agree doesn't mean we hate each other, amen? Can you imagine if you were married and you had to hate each other because you didn't agree? You only got along when you agreed on everything? Delon and I, we don't agree on everything. We agree on Jesus. How we make things, how we do things, she's different than me. I'm more of a production man because that's what I've done all my life, worked in production um, as toolmaker and stuff. And, and she's like, let's just, you know, and she does it her way. I'm a, I'm a, I pull weeds, get the hula ho. <laughs> she's like, get down on your knees and get that little hand shovel and dig them out one by one. I'm like, We different, but we love each other, amen? And, and what we do here, we've got to do out there, amen? Just because we're different doesn't mean that um, we have to be mean and hateful. Because of the work of Christ, we need to love each other. <laughs> it's funny, this is what I put in my notes last week when I wrote this, because I didn't know... You know, where this thing was going. I put, no matter how this election goes, we have to walk in love towards each other. Amen. And you got to get that down. You know, there's, there's probably Republicans and Democrats in this room. <laughs> and a hush fell over the room. My goodness. So if you voted Republican, if you voted Democrat, I still love you. A couple little amens over there. But we don't get and pick and choose who we love because we're dead already. We're dead. It's Christ who's alive in us, and therefore he gets to decide how things are done because he's the one that's made it possible, amen? It's in him. Jesus didn't say that we could not like somebody over their political affiliation. Where is that in the Bible? Bible. 
I know there are people who don't have or like my point of views on things, but they still have to love me. Amen. And that all, that all leads to, <laughs> thank you, Scott, for that amen. <laughs> I got one. Delonda, where were you on that, huh? <laughs> you guys make me laugh up here. And this all leads to number three, that we might live. Everybody say live. 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 This is what we just sang, right? Live. Live. We might live a little, amen? First John chapter 4, verse 9, it says, In this, the love of God has made manifest among us that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. Amen? That we might live. It's crucial for our survival in him. Amen? Let me ask you this. Let me ask you a question. Which, which is easier, to love or to judge? <laughs> some, some of us aren't dead yet. I heard judge, judge, judge. I heard a few loves, but I, <laughs> but really, I mean, you know, I know you tell me what I want to hear because I said the answer is always love, but <laughs> what, how do you respond in things? Do you, do you judge or do you love someone? Are you judging what's people in this world or are you loving them? If you're dead, it's easier to love. If you're dead, it's easier to love. If you're dead, if you're not dead, it's easier to judge. It's easier to judge and um, make judgmental statements about others. You know, in order for us to live, we have to love. And we have to be dead to let Christ love through us. Everybody say dead. Yeah. Jesus, is alive. Jesus is alive and we're dead. Amen. Not physically dead, you know, because I'm not saying, you know, you go out and take your life today. I'm saying you suppress who you are and let who Christ is come alive through you. Amen. That your nature is put down and Christ's nature comes up. That he thrives in you. That what you've read and heard in the word of the word of God, that that is what you're alive in. That's how you're living. Jesus is alive. And we're dead. He lives through. He lives through us, so that we are alive in Him. Amen. The air is cleaner. The air is fresher. Amen. With every breath that we take in Christ, we start living as we walk in Christ. We really start living then. As we start loving people, we start living. Amen. We don't even have to talk about the people that aren't saved yet. Let's just talk about the people in the church. You know, we need more love in the house of God. Amen. We're brothers and sisters in the Lord. And we have to learn to get along. Amen. You know, you may have left the church because you got mad at that pastor. Or you got mad at somebody that went to that church. And you may end ended up here. Call them and tell them, hey, I'm good with you. Well, I don't know if I can do that. Why not? I don't have that problem. I've been in this church since I was 15. I'm good. <laughs> but we're brothers and sisters in the Lord. And we're going to live together for eternity. So we have to learn to get along. Amen. We have to learn to love each other here on this earth. Because what are we going to do? Have a separate heaven? We're going to have a denominational heaven? There's 36,000 denominations. 
That just means there's 36,000 organizations that can't get along. Can't agree on it. Where's the love in that? We have to learn to let go of our offenses and to prefer others above ourselves. Amen? And this needs to happen because, number four, God first loved us. God first loved us. 1 John 4.10, in this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us. Amen? And sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Amen? What an incredible love example that we have. Out of his love, he sent Jesus to pay the price for our sins so that we can be forgiven and free. Amen? 1 John 4.19 says, we love him because he first loved us. That's, he drew us by his spirit. He poured out his love on us. Man, I have experienced the love of God. And that's what drew me, man, the conviction, the Holy Spirit falling on me. And that's what caused me to run to the altar right here and give my life to Jesus. Because the love of God was just poured out on me. He didn't pour out and be mean. He didn't beat me up. He said, I love you. Come. And man, I ran. That's the bottom line right there. Out of being in love with God, we should love others. Amen? And, and we may have people in our lives that really will challenge that. But we, this is where we've got to get perfected. But you've got to be dead to get there. And we need this now more than ever before. As things in this world start wrapping up and preparing for the coming of the Lord, you're going to have to love stronger than ever before. You're going to have to care about people more than ever before. You're going to have to prefer others above yourself more than ever before. Because it's not about us, it's about Jesus. And we've got to relay that to people. And you can't keep holding back. You can't keep standing in the shadows. It's time to rise up, amen, to that place that you're flowing with the love of God. As I said last week, you've got to learn to let your light shine so bright that it lights up everywhere you go. Amen. And we do this out of the love of God and through the love of God. We don't do it just because we're just the nicest people on the planet. We do it because we're dead. And Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. And just remember, number five, we've been loved and forgiven so much. You know, as I wrote that down the other day, I just contemplated all the stuff I've been forgiven for. It's just incredible what Jesus has forgiven me for. All the things. And, and Delonda will, will tell you, a lot of the things I ever did, I've totally forgotten. He not only forgave me, but he took it out of my memory that I don't remember them. I don't remember those bad things I did as a young married guy, the crazy stuff I did. But Jesus paid the price for all of our sins so that if we believe, we're forgiven, amen? You're forgiven. Do you believe in Jesus and that he paid the price for all your sins? I, I, I'd get a little bit more excited about that. <laughs> I mean, you might want to stand up and shout or something, you know. Ooh, that's all you got? <laughs> John three sixteen. Look at this verse. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. This is God's idea for love that we give. And I'm not talking about giving your offering. I'm talking about that you give of yourself to other people. That you give what you've obtained in Christ. That you give it to other people. That you share that love of God. Remember your slate has been wiped clean in Christ. Amen. And as we've said, you're the light of the world. Now go forth and shine. Shine like never before. Let's finish the task of telling people about the love of God. And let's win all that we can to Jesus. God loves so much. He's given us time to get it done. He's given us an opportunity. He's given us a window here in America to get it done, to share the love of God. We have this wall over here, and I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to bring a picture to put on there of an unsaved friend or unsaved loved one, you can put your pictures on that wall on the left side and on the right side. We'll save that for them to sign it when they get saved. Bring them. Let's pray. We're praying over it. We'll pray over it. Think about those that need Jesus and begin to really pray for them. Begin to really intercede for them, to stand in the gap for them. I mean, really pray. Put their picture up there and let's, let's all pray for them. Let the love that God has extended to you be poured out through you so that you can win some. You know, Pastor Emel, it's good to have you with us today. I love you so much, brother. You're, he, he's just become such a good friend of mine. But I, I just remember the story that you told me, Pastor, about where you went to church. And how when they planted that church there, they put a mosque on one end of the block, a mosque on the other end of the block, put a mosque behind it, you know, to try to deter it. And, and all that, you know, you look at Arabic people, Arabic Christians in America today, like if you come at one o'clock, I'm speaking in the Arabic church today. Um, but those people know what it means to suffer. They know what it means to have to learn to forgive atrocities. They know what it means to have to overcome hate to love people into the kingdom of God. See, we, we don't quite experience what Pastor Emel's experienced and his friends have experienced. I know a man that I met there, Stephen, Syrian. Had six businesses, had all these properties, um, spoke for the church every week, helped run the church. Just a, a wonderful man of God. When ISIS rolled into Syria, he lost everything in a half hour. Everything. All his businesses, everything. His wife was the principal of a school, you know, their accreditations don't fall over into America. You know, they're here now, but they have suffered at the hand of Muslims in a terrible way. But yet, 
Pastor Emel is a very loving man. Oh, Pastor Peter. <laughs> How could I forget, huh? He's Chinese. He's from mainland China. You've heard my stories about that. And this guy lived through that. The constant barrage of, of stuff coming against the, the church there. The atrocities that happened to pastors there. The beatings, I mean, you know my friend John Stone, the, the, I mean, the beatings he took. You know, they hung him on a fence in the dead of winter. They handcuffed him like this. They hung him on a fence. Single digits temperatures poured cold water on him. He's naked, hanging on that fence. The water on the ground was frozen as they dumped it on him. They did it every hour and cattle prodded him. We're not talking about 50 years ago. That's church. And then to come back and love people. To love people. And you may have experienced your own personal atrocities. You may have experienced things that God didn't intend for us to go through. But God wants to touch you today. And he wants to heal your heart so that you can love effectively. It doesn't matter what you've gone through. God is able, amen? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today, Lord. <laughs> Lord, we love you so much. We are so thankful that you first loved us. And that, Lord, that you've imparted your love to each one of us today. And, Father, you know everybody that's here today. You know everything that's ever happened to them. The things they've seen, the things they've heard, the things they've experienced, God. Their own personal atrocities in their life, God. But, Lord, you died all of that so that we can live. Maybe you're here today and you say, Pastor Ron, there's, there's just some things that's been hard to overcome. Not that I'm not trying, but it's just been hard. And I could use a boost up today from the Holy Spirit. If that's you today, just, just wave at me. I want to pray for you. Amen. 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 Praise God. Father, you see all these hands. And I pray right now, Father God, that you would just come right now into that area of their heart. And Lord, that that atrocity would just be wiped away right now. And Lord, your healing would come to that crack in their heart today, God. And Lord, that you would just repair You'd repair with your love, that your love would just be poured out right now on people. Be supernatural healing, God. And that, Lord, trust in you would flow, God. Trust would flow today between our Father in heaven and each one of us. That we would trust you with our life enough to die today, God. <laughs>
I pray that you help us to die, God, to ourself. To die is to gain Christ. So Lord, help each one of us this week, every day, Lord, that we continually examine our hearts before you, that Lord, that we'd cultivate the seed of love inside of each one of us, and that Lord, our love would grow, and that Lord, it'd be so evident. It'd be so evident because we start giving. Again, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about love. So Father, I pray a covering over all of us today. And Lord, when that unlovable person pops up, give us the strength. Give us the power. Help us to die a little bit more each day so that you can live through us. We thank you. We love you. We praise you, Father. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. Let's give the Lord a big hand today, huh? <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, I got a few announcements for you. You want to know what's going on tomorrow night? You know, men, you need to join the Zoom call with my brother Mark. You need to get in there and get on at 7 o'clock tomorrow. Join him. And, and if you can't be there, then maybe you need a little counseling. So you can go on with Elizabeth live at seven, overcoming anxiety and depression. Amen. If you know somebody that's in anxiety and depression, just tell them, go to our website, newhopefwc.com, and you can just click on the link and go right into that room. It helps if you already got Zoom downloaded, though. And then on Tuesday night, live at five, Delon and I will be here talking about prophecy. And then Mario and Maggie will be leading prayer at seven. Wednesday night, I'm going to finish up the seven trumpets of revelation. Friday night, Delon and I will be in here with everybody that comes because people are coming now to Friday night prayer. Come and join us and let's pray. Let's pray like never before. Amen. Let's intercede and call out to God together. And Delon has got an announcement for you real quick. Uh, oh, I don't know. Yep. Nope. There you go. Yep. Nope. Yep. that um, we finally get to have a women's event. So I'm just, I'm, I'm making it easy on you. I am saying if you buy a ticket for a friend, not just somebody in the congregation. That's what they're doing. Play fair. <laughs> um, is to invite a friend that, that you get $5 off. But it's $15 December 4th. It is our annual ornament pajama exchange party. Normally, we have a potluck, but because I didn't think that might be appropriate for the season, I'm doing all the cooking with some help of amazing men in the kitchen. So she's making her meatloaf, which is, oh my gosh, it's incredible. But I have other things like lasagna. There's going to be um, like a, um, a vegetable lasagna. There's going to be ham. There's going to be all kinds of things, variety of things to try and. Um, oh, and we have Andy Morales. If you haven't tasted her desserts, whoa, she's got a lineup that's going to be amazing for the dessert. And we're going to have a blast. So come in your pajamas. We're going to have a pajama contest. There's going to be some giveaways. I've already got them. We're going to have uh, at least three or four vendors 
um, be here for last minute Christmas shopping. We're going to have fun. And I've made it for instead of our annual Monday because I got a lot of complaints on that. So I was able to finagle Friday. So Friday night, December 4th at 6.30. And if you need a ride, don't let anything keep you from coming. Let's come in our pajamas and or sweats or something comfy, cozy. And, and let's just party and have fun. It's going to be safe. You can still wear your masks. And, and I'm making sure that the tables aren't crowded and, you know, that we have enough. And your, your food will be blessed beyond and protected, I promise. Amen. So just know that you're safe and you can bring and we're going to just play as women. We need that fellowship and have uh, um, Liz Morales is going to be my guest speaker. Not Liz Morales. Marvel. Why was I, it's an M word. Liz Marvel is going to be my um, my guest speaker and also do some special Christmas music. So we're, we're just going to have a blast. So please come and bring a friend, neighbor, family, anybody who needs some fellowship and love Amen. And then um, we have, we're having a blood drive December 8th. It's on a Wednesday. You can go to redcross.com and register for that blood drive. It's Wednesday, I think 10 to 4. So come and, and give blood. Amen. Uh, keep helping. And then um, something that's not on everything yet that we're, we're going to do, the, uh, a human trafficking group. We're going to partner with them on December 5th. Saturday afternoon, we're going to pick a corner right here and just make people aware of human trafficking. So it'll be just come and hang out on a corner, get people to sign petitions and stuff. So plan on that on December 5th. So Victor is setting that up for us. We have a lot going on and we just want you to be involved. You can go to our website, see what's happening. God bless you. Have a great day. Be safe out there. Amen.